It's our 293rd episode of the Unranked Podcast. Mamma um, mia. We get to say 300. It's going to be absolutely unbelievable. This is Christian Humes. I was just thinking about this earlier. I have now, I've lived in Los Angeles for over, just over 10 years, but I've been doing the podcast now for more than half that time, I've realized. That's, that's nuts. I mean, you know, we, just, I, feel, I feel like, you know, when 200 all around, it was incredible. Like, you know, 400 is going to be here before we know it. 2020, <laughs> December 2023 is going to roll around. 400, like pig. 400 episodes. Oh my God. That's amazing. Uh, I'm Christian Humes, of course, and we have Tom Caswell, the lovely What's voice up? you just heard. Hey, Tom, mm. just the two of us today. We we were going to have possibly some guests, uh, and then there's a possibility that Alex might show up during this episode. We don't know. No promises. It depends on if the baby is asleep. <laughs> it really depends on uh, little, little baby. <laughs> But Tom and I figured since we've both been playing games, um, I wanted to talk about some. He wanted to talk about some. We would just keep that room open for tuna. So just leave a little room the for two of us. Just like, uh, just like uh, it's it's just like at uh, mm. what? Which Jewish holiday is it? Where they leave the table, the seat open for Elijah? I don't know. I think I th- <laughs> it's not Hanukkah. It Passover. They Passover. leave a seat open for Elijah. I don't know what role this Elijah plays in mm-hmm. religion, but they would? leave it open for him in case he shows up. Elijah would? I I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it turns out like the Lord of the Rings, very popular with the Jewish community, that they yeah. were like, we're going to incorporate this into our religious beliefs. And uh, actually now, instead of Elohim and all that, we're going to... Um, we're gonna rock with, uh, you know, um, the Dark Lord Sauron. Um, but yeah, so we just leave a little little space for him, a little little, little placemat. We set the table for him, and he's welcome anytime. Um, yeah, so hopefully, hopefully he shows up. But I'm I'm betting if I was a betting man, I would bet the opposite of that. I would as well. Uh, all right, <laughs> let's just jump into our Pokemon of this week. We are out of the Cicada City that was Ninkata to Shed oh, Ninja. Yeah, we're out. We're out, baby. We're now talking. Oh my God, into the Whimsor. Tom, Whimsa I hear you've got some hot air to blow about this Pokemon. I got some hot air about Whimsor. Uh, so, I mean, look, this is one of the kind of useless looking Pokemon for sure. Mm. Uh, I it, it definitely gets way more interesting with its evolutions. But Whimsor was annoying. The beef I have with Whimsor is that when I got back into Pokemon Go for the very first time, um, after being like jumping off and then like a year later coming back, Gen 3 was like the, the latest gen that had come out. And these fuckers were all you could find. Just all you could find for what felt like forever <laughs> was yeah. the these were the pokemon of the moment this was your ratata this was your uh you know any of those really uh prevalent ones um and so i just remember like always just having so many whims that i would have to like murder to be fair stuff. pokemon go can really sour anything I don't as know. Beautiful, man, as beautiful eyes, as it is, as it as, was, as, yes, as beautiful as it is. Tom, I, I'm never going to pretend like I didn't do insane things for Pokemon Go. <laughs> Spent, like that, I'm I mean, about to is... drive an hour and a half to yes. the other side of the city so I could yep. walk around with like 700 people at the Santa Monica Pier so I could get, a get Gyarados. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. 
that was great when I lived in Miami because there were Magic Cop all uh-huh. over the place. I was I very quickly got my Gyarados. I I caught like sixty Magic Carp that night. It was unbelievable. Yeah, <laughs> was, good stuff. I ended up leaving before I got enough because I was just like I I just I can't. I've been here for two hours. I can't. I can't be. And here. I know. I know we have listeners. You know the the people in the Discord that still play and talk about it. And I'm like, good, good for you. Good for you. It's, a, I mean, it's uh, yeah. conceptually it's a great game. It's just not what I wanted. So that's ultimately why I stopped playing. Oh, anyway. Um. So uh, let's talk about its design, though. Adorable, because it's it kind of like a little stuffed teddy, like an old stuffed teddy. Like, you know, it's 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 sort of got like big floppy ears. Um, it's strange because it, it's sort of like it reminds you of like a stuffed teddy bear, but it also kind of has like these rabbit like ears. And it has um, eyes that almost look like the sewing markings of a button, but the button is gone, has fallen off. So you have it's the four that, lines. It's, it's that it's that anime like I've been knocked out. I've been KO'd. And my eyes are now X's kind well, of Well, but they're plus signs, which is why, right. like, to me, they look like, it, like, if you just put a button there, it would be perfect, right? Like, like yes. on a stuffed animal. So I think yeah, that's also it's, supposed it looks like to it's be missing what it, it's evoking. Well, let's see. Let's see here. We got, we probably got some biology or some. Uh, um, now, can you guess what its name comes from? Oh, let me not look at its name. Okay. Whimsical. And myrrh, like frankincense and myrrh. Okay. Uh, neither are correct. Whimsical, I think, is a good guess. The frankincense oh, and myrrh. Oh, it's Wisma. It's Wisma, not Whimsa. Wisma. Okay. I'm so telling this is this is we're forever going to have problems when we let the dyslexic yeah. person uh, read the Pokemon names at a glance. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's Whisper and Murmur, which are the same thing. Yeah. I. <laughs> well, are they exactly the same? I mean, not exactly the same. Because because a, a murmur, I, I, is, it, it's less um, indistinguishable. It, it's harder to tell what someone's saying when they're murmuring. But if, but if I but if I was to use it colloquially, right? If I was to use it and say like Chris whispered something or Chris murmured something, I feel I, I feel like those are very close. It's not like the other Pokemon where it's like we've taken one very distinct thing and put it next to another distinct thing like these whisper and murmur are like they're both quiet sounds but intentionally they're actually like antithetical because to for me to murmur something i kind of want it to be unclear but i want people to know i said something whereas Mm -hmm. from whispering something i'm like directly being quiet so i can tell someone something but i don't want anyone else to know so there there is like a difference there intentionally so but you know it's a good i think that's a good combo name i think that's a good you know mashup totally one might call it. I'm trying to find like it's like biological. Okay, biology. So this Pokemon oh, he's morph. He's described it as morph. That's interesting. Like the color. This Pokemon is interesting. Um. Oh, mauve. Sure. If you or, that would be. The I thought right. you were saying morph at first, but yes, I could <laughs> see. I can see how you would pronounce that. Uh, that that yeah, that would be how we pronounce yes. that in English, um, or in England. Um. Yeah. Morph. Right. So <laughs> <from> typing <laughs> typing is where this Pokemon gets strange. Because it's a normal type, but it's not really just mm. like an animal. Mm. Um, if this Pokemon came out today, I would expect it to be a fairy type in a variety oh, of big ways. Time. Big time. Um, but here's the thing. Here's the thing with this Pokemon. And here's the problem I have with Pokemon and their typings. Let's get into it, Tom. Um, yeah, let's get they've, into it. They made an oversight when they came up with flying type Pokemon instead of air type Pokemon or sky type. Like oh. there should have been something around air. Instead, that was themed instead of flying because this is, 
yet another Pokemon that incorporates sound into its design and also like blasting air at people. But it, it there is no, you can't call it a flying type because it's not a bird. So it ends up with normal. It doesn't have wings, doesn't have wings. Right. And fairy type's not great, but it's better because it fits closer to like, you know, that like sort of pinkish purple color that you find on a lot of the fairy type Pokemon. Um, and, it, and it has like an ability that doesn't fit into any of the other typings that Pokemon has. So like, uh, I, I kind of get them going with normal because I guess they're saying like, it's just using its energy on the surrounding atmosphere to create the sound yeah. blasts. But it, there's a lot of Pokemon that a flying type was called something else. It would have been far more suitable. No, normal, normal type feels like, you know, obviously it takes a lot of creativity to come up with, you know, a hundred ish new monsters, right. For a game. So you've got the design process. You've got to design a hundred new monsters. You have iterations, you have prototypes, you have certain monsters you throw out, you do all these things and like you and then you you're finished right you have the final design you have all the monsters yeah. you have their names you yeah. have everything done you're like all right cool let's build the game and they're like hang on one more thing we got to figure out what type they are and you're just like okay well this guy's a fire well, type clearly this guy's a thing I don't, this fucking normal just normal they don't normal they don't bucket, design all the bucket. monsters and then stick the typings <laughs> on them but that's what it feels like with all these normal types where it's sure. like normal this thing is like i mean especially as we get further into the evolution i, I think like, that's only because the normals hmm. have been gummied up by the pokemon that don't fit into other typings and then they get stuck with normal like this mm-hmm. one because otherwise like a rattata or something like like something that's normal yeah or like the dogs like a lot of the times when it looks just like an animal that is enhanced or stronger yeah then it's like cool that's a perfect normal type well, but yes, then when 100%. you get these things you're like i don't actually know what this creature even is there's and it, nothing in biology that the or like in the natural world that this yeah is based off of yeah and then oh, and 100%. then like clefairy was uh and like the, like they have a unique attribute to them that is very supernatural on top yeah. of that it's like you just put it there because it didn't make sense anywhere else yep Big time. So that, that that's my only thing with it. Um, I really like its evolution, and it, which we'll talk about next week. It got a very big part, and uh, you know, got got a big spotlight in Tech Pikachu. God, I'm still salty. We're not seemingly getting a sequel to that movie, uh, or just something in that universe. Supposedly, Netflix is doing a live action Pokemon series. Oh, God, um, yes, yes, that was. So, so if if that's the case, and if it's as good, then great. But like, I want to see more of these Pokemon like that, man. <laughs> 100 percent well let's let's get into it tom um let's uh let's get chatting how you been let's do it i'm doing good uh i've been off um hasn't really felt like being off been doing a lot of other how long have you been off because i thought you're going away next week i'm going away yeah so i'm taking two weeks off i'm like taking an actual like chunk of time off because i took like a week off in march for my birthday and haven't had any time off since then. Um, so yeah, I took two weeks off. Uh, I went to a wedding this past weekend. Oh, Mike Amos, you you know, you yep. know who we, we uh, congrats, Mike. We went, um, yeah, Mike and Elaine, they've been together as long as I've known both of them. Uh, we worked with Mike at Apple and uh, they finally got married. It was really funny because it was their, it was their one year wedding anniversary because they were meant to get married that day last year, but obviously COVID meant that they pushed it. So they had the actual like marriage happen last year 
And uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Really good to, to see that group of people. Um, so yeah, I was down down there over the weekend. And then honestly, since then, just playing <laughs> a lot of Metroid Dread. Um, when I've had been having the moments, been continuing the Seinfeld watch, gotta say, Seinfeld getting, I think it's really hitting a stride. And like, it's very consistently funny. And like, I think that we just watched the episode where they pitch the show like a, yeah i'm, I'm still on i'm still on schedule with you i'm a couple episodes ahead yeah, of you. yeah yeah so i thought uh, i thought that was really good and like kramer going to california to try to oh my an god actor and all of that was really funny um and yeah i just think that like now it's really hitting its stride so i'm really enjoying yeah. that um the, oh the keith god. hernandez episode it's one of my absolute favorites oh the two-part uh, yeah 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 that 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 is good with that with them like trying both trying to break up. There must be a second spitter. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. The JFK thing that was so funny. So yeah, been 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 really enjoying that. Uh, we watched fuck man. We watched the original Halloween because I'd never seen it. Okay. And boy, is that a movie that really like we just didn't it, it, we didn't have horror back then because i was bored out of my mind it felt like this was the movie that invented the whole someone's there look again or something goes past and they're gone because they just did that like consistently to the point where like michael Myers isn't even killing people he's just standing there and then disappearing yeah it's just um, it's all about suspense yeah but the thing is is like if you have suspense and no payoff and they're just constantly ramping it up um then then it you know it doesn't work and and yeah so anyway um I, it was a shame because i was really looking forward to it and i was just like so uninterested in it but there's some really interesting facts about that did you know that they when they filmed halloween 2 a couple of years later they actually like filmed and added scenes um into the original one for the tv cut because it was so short that it wouldn't have fit a two hour time block on tv with ads so they had to add like five to seven minutes of like additional scenes um that's just, crazy just the, just the interesting there's a lot of interesting facts about how the movie was made and it's a it, honestly way more entertained by the making of the film sure. than i was by it, it itself it's it's amazing that it's honestly stood uh, the the test of time and like kind of spawned this i mean just ridiculous franchise another fun fact jamie lee curtis played uh it was her first film she played the main character in 1978 is when that movie came out and now with her playing it in 2021 she has been in um, movies in this franchise for six decades she was in it in the 70s halloween 2 came out in the 80s it's like mark hamill she did one in the 90s in the 2000s, 2010. Well, he, well, and Harrison Ford. Well, Mark Hamill did. Mark Hamill was 70 and then 80. He didn't do anything in the 90s with Star Wars. Sure. What I'm saying is, is that she was shoot, in shoot. a Halloween yeah, movie yeah, yeah. every day. The whole time. Yeah. <laughs> it's very fucking bizarre. I guess then it's like, uh, oh, my God, how am I forgetting his name? The actor played C-3PO. Yeah, it would probably be closer, probably be, be closer to that. Oh, yeah. that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he did yep, every decade. That totally would have happened. Yeah. 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 There you go. Yeah, he's, um, he's the through line. <laughs> he, he, yeah. Like they committed to that as well. Um, anyway. Everyone must go through C3PO. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Every, everyone is connected. He is like the, if you had like the red six, string. Six degrees 3PO. <laughs> if, if you had like the red string, it would all come back. Yeah. <laughs> 
yeah, so that's what I've been doing. And then just like a, a you know, planning California, it looked like we almost weren't going to be able to go to Disney while we're in Cali, which was going to be a bummer, but we managed to make it happen. I have my lightsaber appointment, building appointment. Sick. Uh, what are you going to do? Are you going to build a custom one when you get there? Or do you already know what you want to do? Oh, uh, yeah, dude, I'm feeling it out. I'm, okay. I'm getting that. You know, yeah. I was talking about my friend today. We went to go get like uh, lunch with my friend and I was we were talking about it. And he asked the same thing. He was like, do you know what you want to build? And I was like, dude, like I can't even choose my color crystal. Like I don't even, yeah. you know, like right now, like I really think it's going to be in the moment thing. Yet have Ray's saber, her new one, like the replica or anything. You can't get that yet still, which pisses me off. The, so, um, her, her, yeah, her new one. The, the yellow one. The, Wait, yeah, we can, the amber one. I know. I don't know why I was like hesitant yeah. to be like, oh, is it because, spoilers is it because, for a two-year-old movie. Is it because they um they never revealed if it was a double-sided or is that confirmed? No, I guess it's not. Because like we, we never just, saw the yeah, bottom half of I it. I know. But it seems like it's not. Um, yeah. But, you know, they could always change that in the future if they want to be fucking sick. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I'm bummed because I really want her. Her, I want that lightsaber because I think it's really cool. I think it looks really fucking cool. Um, that's awesome. I'm pumped for you. I'm very excited. I told Therese at some point or another, uh, I'm going to do that insane two-day stay at like the Star Wars like yeah. ship hotel thing. Yeah, Tom, if you need someone, seven thousand dollars. No, it's like four thousand dollars a person. So, Tom, between, yeah, if, yeah. Tom, if at some point you're like, I want to spend like three grand and do this, like, I mean, 20, I want to do forty-eight hour immersive. Yeah. No, yeah, not not in the next year or no, two, no, no, but no, no, maybe no. like three years from now. Maybe, maybe because at the same time, like three years from now, be, I'm like, you know what. It's like a little bit more than five hundred dollars a year. So if I, you know, I could just like put a little bit of money in there, and then like three years, I'll go do that. Yep, I want to do it. I'm gonna do it, Tom. (laughs) But I'm gonna need a buddy, (laughs) so we could go do that together. Uh, That would be fun. Teresa ain't going with (laughs) you. No, not for that. Not for that. I think that would be a little too much for Teresa. She'd be very excited to go do the whole everything else at galaxy's edge but i but think we're doing the, we're doing we're doing everything in a day at disney because it was the only thing we could do i was yeah. going to try and get tickets for two days and do both one park per day but the yeah. only thing we could do was a one day park hopper huh. and i'm just hoping that i know that I, I i hear that the spider-man ride in avengers campus is not that great so like if we can't do because the way that it works uh, you know this but for people that don't at home you have to the morning of if you want to ride Rise of the Resistance, the Star Wars ride, you have to like at 7 a.m. open up the Disney app and try and book a slot. And if you can't get it, then you have another opportunity at noon. But if you do the noon thing, you're not going to be able to go and do like Avengers right. Campus and Spider-Man because Spider-Man is the same system. And so it's just I'm hoping we can do web slingers. They're just always going to be popular because because the fact is that these things require so much space mm-hmm. and like maintenance especially employees and yeah. yeah it's like it's like what if you build another park like it won't be profitable like it's just kind of like the, it just needs to always be it's it's nuts but uh wasn't able to get reservations at Oga's cantina either which was disappointing mm. but um well you can come to the star wars cantina we have in hollywood well, there there's just like a straight up Star Wars. I mean, we, we we could go there to get like a drink, but we can't like do dinner or something yeah. like that or like have reservations. But we'll we'll do that, too. Bro, bro, we're going to do um, we're going to do walk up to the observatory. I, I really enjoy that one. Yep. Um, Did I take you there or are you just going your own? I went on my own. Oh, OK. Yeah, I, that's, I was, yeah, 
I guess since you've only Let's come out now. here <laughs> and seen me during like E3 and stuff, I've never given you like my tour, like yeah. for when friends come to visit, just because we're always doing other stuff. But yeah. the things I always do are uh, the number one thing is take them to the observatory because it's the best view of the city. Uh, if you want to see the Hollywood sign, it's a better way to do it than going and viewing it from the stupid from place. The close, yeah. Yeah. Like, and then also like there's a dumb place like on the Hollywood strip, like the handprints are, are very, whatever the stars are very, whatever it's my the times square of Hollywood of LA. It's not really a yeah. place you hang out. My, my favorite view of the Hollywood sign is uh, a trail that I did with my friend. And I'm pretty sure it is the trail that um, there are caves and the, it's the cave that, like, the Adam West Batman yeah, the Batman. show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the that, one really over by of, of, that one has yeah. a really good view of the sign as well. Yeah. Well, I used to, like, when I was in shape, what I would do is I would go from the observatory to the wisdom tree, which is basically once you get to the Hollywood sign from the observatory. So that's already pretty far. Go another mile and then back. Nice. <laughs> what I used to do all. I'm I'm excited to do it, but I am like in in worse shape now than I was last time. And well, you don't have to hike up anymore. You you park at the bottom now, and there's a shuttle that takes you up to the oh, observatory. We're walking. Oh, we're you're going to walk up to the observatory? Yeah, big time. Well, but even that's, then, that that's favorite thing about it. That's it's not a very awful. long walk. That's like a not, thirty minute awful. walk. My only my only concern is is Brooke, do, you know, doesn't do well. How warm is it there right now? It's been in like the 60s and 70s, oh, low 70s. Yeah, it's been it. chilly, but you never know. Uh, but it's been very cold at night. So, uh, yeah. Well, also, again, if you have an issue, there's shuttles. So, yeah, you'll be just fine. Yeah. Um, that's exciting. I'm excited for you to be here. We will have to see one another while you're 100%. here. Um, oh, I'm going to Medieval Times run it when I'm out there. That's what my sister what? wanted to do for a birthday. It's what she wanted to do for a birthday. So, we're going to Medieval Times. I've never been to one. So, all right. And I'm seeing Dune as well. I have okay. Dune tickets. <laughs> where are you seeing it? Uh, near where she is, okay. in, in near, near our hotel. So it's, okay. uh, it's not Glendale. Does that sound right, Glendale? Wait, are you staying in Glendale? No, 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 no. I, 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 it begins with a G. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's see. It's not Glendale. I am, I am staying in Laverne. Like, I'm staying at yeah. the Marriott there. Um, it is... Glendora. Yeah. Okay. That makes more okay. sense. I'm like, Glendale is like 10 minutes from me. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm pretty <laughs> sure like, like the Glendale Galleria is yeah. like uh, around that. Anyway, uh, what about you? What have you been up to? Not a whole lot, man. I've just been, um, I'm, I've mostly been playing Deathloop. I've not played oh, enough Metroid. So I'll be able to talk about it. We're obviously going to avoid any story spoilers this week. Um, I think we should. Metroid. But we can, yeah, but we can still talk about the game. This is about hardly um, anything to say yeah. about the story. <laughs> um, but, you know, there's some, just so that way totally. people know we're not going to. Um, but the game is, the game is very good. Um, but I've been mostly playing Deathloop, which I'm going to talk about. But yeah, the other thing is the, you know, because of softball and because I've been working in sports now, I've been following. So I've been following the Dodgers. Matt is such a big Dodgers fan. So I've gone to games with him a couple of times. Right now they're playing game five. So if they win tonight, they move on. And then they're one series away from going to the world series. So right now Matt's texting me like, Hey, when you're done, if you want to come out to the bar, we're going to be watching the game at the bar. So I went to the game at the bar the other night, uh, you know, hung out. It was Matt, Emily, John, Naeem, which if anyone listens to like Mass Effect Eventum or watched Hyper RPG, you know who all those people are. Um, so yeah, just, you know, hanging out, friends, playing video games, been mostly chill. 
Um, basically, I just want to talk about video games. You ready? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Let's I'm do totally it. done. Yeah. So, Tom, Deathloop. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And if, I mean, I, I haven't spent enough time in Metroid yet, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, but I feel like, actually, I don't even want to say, like, there's part of me that wants to say, like, I feel like I know what that game is. And I know how much I'm going to love it already. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but then that makes that sound like a bad thing. Uh, but it's not because it's like one of my all-time favorite franchises. Um, I'm just the kind of person that once I finish a game, it's very hard for me to go back to it. And so I have delayed closing the loop for a very long time. And I've been doing every like side quest. I've only looked up one thing so far. And mm-hmm. I've solved some puzzles that like really like... I did not think I was going to be able to solve without looking up. And so I've, I've had to put a lot of time into it because all the it, like that, time that, to be the, stuff, that, it, that has something in, in, uh, it does have, uh, something in, uh, in line with, uh, it with dread as well, where I was like, I cannot believe I figured that out without looking up. A guy. There's, I, I, anyway. These puzzles are very like lost. I mean, there's, there's mm-hmm. one that involves, um, like radios and getting codes off of a radio that tell me to like go figure something out. And then I had to do all these things that like require me to go to other locations and then go back to the start. It's like, and this is not a mission. This is just like a, a side quest that unlike other games where there's like a thing you necessarily follow for the side quest, you kind of have to interpret and figure out based on like context clues, what you're supposed to do. And it's um, it really requires you to like pay attention to the world and i've just i've i haven't been sucked into a game narratively like this in a very long time so i i think i'm gonna platinum it um i there's very little i need to do left in the single player i'm on the final close the loop mission i have it halfway done um i also have like every slab upgrade i have uh wow. a ton of stuff unlocked and i've been playing the fuck out of protect the loop and I've gotten nasty at Protect the Loop, Tom. I'm like, <laughs> I'm level 30 something right now with Juliana. Um, so I've, I've played a considerable amount with it. And lately what I've been doing is when, when I'm playing, I can now recognize like, okay, we're at this location this time of day. And I can quickly be like, oh, that door's closed. They're not going here. I know what mission they're on, right? And the second I see Colt, I can tell like whether they've beaten this mission already and they're like doing side quests or something or they're newer and if they're newer i don't go after them anymore and what i do now is i'm helping colt beat the game i'm i'm fucking just going in and i'm wiping out all of the enemies as juliana i'm taking out the visionaries as juliana i'm opening up the doors i'm breaking the security cameras um i showed like a cult player who's clearly on like one of their first missions in updam like where like sneaky paths and shit were for Charlie and for all these other things. And I was like hanging out with this player for like 45 minutes, showing them like every inch of like a map. It was so much fun. Were you commuting? You weren't speaking to them. No, I wasn't, but I was hanging stuff. They realized very quickly that I, I wasn't uh, trying to kill them. I'm surprised they didn't kill Like just because I would have taken the, I would have taken that opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. So in the end though, I killed myself so that they could get my pickups. So, it, like, you know, because I wanted them to get that stuff, but they start they started shooting at me at one point, and then I just turned around and I started killing everyone else and ran away from them, and then killing more people. And that's basically the only way I've been able to get people to um, realize they're not <laughs> that I'm not trying to kill them. I did have someone message me; they were like, "Are you helping me on one of the nights?" And I was like, <laughs> "Yes." <laughs> and they were <laughs> so then they just kept following me around, and I was it's it's fun, man. 
it's fun to do that. Uh, I'm just like shepherding totally people through this to. game. It's cool yeah. that you're able to. Yeah, and they just, uh, for anyone I mean, that- it would be sick if they added like a third. I mean, obviously, you can, I guess you can just do it through take loop, but like if you could assume control of one of the other, because I mean, light spoilers in death loop, like Colt runs into alternate timeline versions of himself. Very uh, infrequently though. Which frequently. By, but... by the way, you told me that at the beginning of the game, right? Like yeah. you brought this up and I'd barely touched the game yet. I didn't do a certain storyline until the last one because okay. you pick which like, you know, visionaries yeah, you're going after. Thing, yeah, yeah. And almost all of those are in that one storyline. Mm. And so I didn't see almost any of the things you're talking about until a couple days ago <laughs> because I kept that. I was like, oh, I'm going to do this one last. <laughs> I didn't go in order. I was like, I was like, oh, this is probably the most interesting. And I keep it last to motivate myself to get up to it. <laughs> It would it would be a useful uh it would certainly be a useful uh or uh, interesting thing if they added that yeah um yeah it's it's hard though to kill all the visionaries as Juliana because um you can kill enemies to an extent once you do it too blatantly they'll start to turn on you but sure. the second you kill a visionary they will all turn on you and then you're like inside Someone wherever it is game. and they're yeah. fucking everywhere everyone turns on you at once yeah. and it's you don't have as much health as call. You don't like, you can't like use codes on doors or anything. So the yeah. second I decide to do that, I have to fight for my life as Juliana to yeah. play the game. So, and then obviously you don't get any of the, cause the whole point of it is to kill Colt. So you're not getting any of the, like, but I am, I am getting other bonuses for length bonuses of time for sure. yeah, yeah. spent in the match um, and stuff like that. There was one time where I was like, I'm going to kill the visionary at the beginning and the person figured I was helping them. And then I was just like, you know what? Fuck Cole. And I just kill Cole <laughs> just so I could get the bonus. I didn't kill Cole all three times. But I was like, I want to get some of these bonus points. Yeah. They go, they come to you and they're like, Hey, yeah. like I have to end my loop anyway. You may as well. <laughs> yeah. Which is his little thanks. <laughs> I just, I just realized the other day and I never tested this, but, um, when you're playing the game Death Loop, your character can die three times. So you die the third time, that's it. You lose, you have to restart the loop. Mm -hmm. um, when Juliana comes to hunt you, even if you're playing like single player with just the, the bot, if she kills you once or even the second time, if you manage to kill her, you can reabsorb your lives back. Mm -hmm. So you, you get your full count back. If I kill Juliana without losing any lives, Tom, and then go fuck around in the map and die two other times, I can still, if I didn't absorb her, get my two lives back, even though she didn't take them. So you, if, I would suggest to people, if Juliana invades you and you kill her and you haven't lost lives yet, leave the body. 100%. And then if you die, you just go back to that, and it's like a one or two up if you need it. So it's a little, a little cheese I found. Um, I love it. And the last thing I'll say about it is... The other thing I noticed, because playing as Juliana, I can get everywhere really fast, like especially to anywhere where there's enemies and stuff, because I don't. it doesn't matter if they see me. They have so many scripted things that these characters are doing that you'll oh, yeah. never see as Colt. And I'm just like watching Frank talk to people and I'm watching like this one guy do something. And I actually was able to solve a puzzle because I didn't know who a character was. It, there's like a mm. regular old NPC in the game that's part of one of the game's puzzles that's named, but they're not a visionary or anything. So you would never know like who they were. 
And I went to one of the visionaries and I heard them talking about someone and then someone else and like their name, instead of saying Eternalist, it actually like had the character's name. And I'm like, this is the motherfucker I've been looking for. I didn't know who it was. And I didn't have to look it up because I found it while playing as Juliana. That's awesome. That's so it's a very really fucking cool. It's a very good like investigative tool to play as Juliana to just like browse the level without getting killed. Yeah, so. I mean, I, th- I think what the, I think what Deathloop does and obviously you have, you know, in your kind of pushing the boundaries and testing it. I just think like that game is like so special and so unique. And, yeah. Um, I'm really hopefully like in a way that they, they have done in the past where they put something out like uh, Dishonored and then they really refine, even though this is kind yeah. of like a spiritual successor in some ways, especially with the gameplay to that franchise. Like there's definitely like things here and there. I'm like, Oh, if you just tweak this or if it well, was this I'm way, we get like a moon crash. Oh, like uh like a DLC. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, man. Th- that map, Black Reef, I mean, is a for... gigantic place, and there's a very small part of Black Reef that we're playing on. Yeah, yeah, it's true. There could be a whole bunch of stuff. So, all right, we can move off of this. And now we've been talking about it for a month. I probably won't bring it up again until I've said I beat <laughs> it. Uh, but otherwise, I love this game. So, so yeah, uh, Dread, man. Um, before we get into the game, I have been uh, I have been playing on the Switch OLED. Very nice. Um, was able to uh <laughs> after multiple calamities with uh trying to get them shipped to the right place and all of that was managed to able to get my hands on one um and uh gotta say very impressed i think that the reviews that people are putting out whether like this is a bigger upgrade than people are expecting is very true um i think that the the screen it's not that thing where Honestly, the size and just like having the it be a much bigger screen was initially more impressive to me than the the OLED nature. But once I then went back and like tested on my old Switch, it was that thing of like, oh, I can't go back to this this LCD. Um, but the honestly, the thing that I'm very surprised with is like the build quality. So it's actually like for the most part like metallic compared to like the plastic back and stuff of the uh, other switch uh and the way that the joy the joy cons are in the, the the slot does not flex nearly as much as they do it, you know sometimes it feels like you can snap those puppies off the uh, old switch yeah um so the build quality uh, overall and and with like the the dock is just well now it's got ethernet more. right i don't need that stupid dongle the dock has Ethernet. One nice. of the things that annoys me about the dock, though, and I don't know why they did this, is that the back, it's not a swing. It is it pops off. Now, granted, maybe it's just to make it easier to um, get to all of the ports and stuff like that. But I'm just like, well, why even have a back at all? <laughs> well, <laughs> at I also point. think I think uh, does it, it's it's always white, the back of the dock or is there a black dock? There is a black one if you get the okay. red and red and blue um, one. OLED. The problem with the pop-off to me is if your cables have to wrap around in a certain way, if they're pulling to go back, like the way the pop-off dock is, is it strong yeah. enough that it might just pop them off? Oh, definitely. Yeah. If you, okay. if you pull if you pull the dock a certain way, if you're moving it around, yeah. like, I bet you the cables could easily pop. Oh, this, mine, mine's definitely going to do that because I've got yeah. like a hefty cable oh a hefty cable yeah i mean it's meant to have this like kind of like complete like way more like like freedom of cable slot here compared to the other that's one not, it's not it's not that's great. not great if you've got ethernet power and hdmi no 100 yeah oh yeah if you got all three in there 
Yeah, you, you got to have them coming in different directions. But the 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 bit obviously like the and then the the kickstand is something else. Like, well, it, it works. It's, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's I mean, so, I guess I knew that when they first showed it off. I forgot yeah. that seeing you do that. That is. That is substantial. Now, the SD card, it's still over there on the left-hand side? Yeah, it's, okay. it's a slot like this, yeah. So it complete. it's, I mean, you have you have nearly, you can go from having it. And that's the thing about this is like- I like the white Joy-Con, so it looks good. It's so, oh yeah, it looks great. The, the thing that I, I think is really, oh, and the speakers, much improved sound. Great. Like when they were like, yeah, we've got like much better audio and like N- Nintendo didn't specify how much better. It's much better. Like it's a substantial upgrade as well. Um, the thing that's really baffling to me is like, we have an OLED screen now. Um, the build quality is is nice. It doesn't feel like it's going to break if you throw it in your bag or something. Um, I'm like, cool. This is an actual like media device. Like you could, and you've got the good speakers, like, Putting this on your side table if you're traveling like in a hotel room and like you want to like watch Netflix or something like that. But it doesn't have any of those media apps yet. You've still got just Hulu. Like Hulu is like the only oh, really? one. Yeah. I mean, I guess I looked into it. It's it's like that. And then there's like Funimations on there as well. And those are like the only two. I'll be honest, I don't think I'd watch it on my Switch. Just it's like it's a marginally like even with the OLED, it's barely bigger than my phone screen. Oh no, totally. But but if you were to need an entertainment device yeah, for you, like kids, right, to yeah. watch Disney Plus or something like that, you'd probably yeah. be much happier giving them something like this than an iPad. Um, That's when you buy the fucking like $50 Fire tablet, Tom. Yes, that is very <laughs> Because true. they can just drool on that and you could throw it out and get another one. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what those are for. Um, anyway. So yeah, I've been playing Dread almost exclusively. And you know, I've been saying this about every fucking new game that's been coming out, but a part of me feels like Tom this, has you have so much recency bias. This last year in particular, every game every time there's a really good game, you're I, like, I, I, this I, is I, the best game I've ever played. <laughs> I I just think that like the stuff that's been coming out in 2021 has been very unique. And the funny yeah, thing, definitely the very funny thing. The very funny thing that I found about Dread, mm. it's like, I understand that this concept is, um, I understand that this is like an old tried and true concept, like to the point where we have Metroidvania as a genre. People describe, you know, people call games Metroidvanias. Which I would on- like to get away from. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, regardless of how you feel about all of that, obviously, like, but it's kind of like the king is back. Like the game that does this yeah. the best is back. And that feels after 20 years of that being gone, very fresh. Like I feel like the game feels unlike anything else that is kind of coming out right now. And I think that the enhancements that they've given to Samus in terms of like movement and that counter that she can do. And, um, you know, similar in the way to Deathloop of like slowly discovering like, like, the, this must have been such a pain in the ass to design because you have to have um, make sure that people aren't fucking up and going like the wrong direction. And sometimes sure. sometimes it does happen. And that's one of my biggest gripes is like, if you get lost in this game, you get fucking lost. Yeah. Like I spent like a whole hour one time because you'll just get off the trail um, because they become f- fewer and fewer new places to explore and you have such a variety of ways to, you know, now I can run through this wall that I couldn't before. Now I can grapple well, to this spot and you can get fucking lost. Let me tell you something about this, because you you grew up at a time and really started gaming at a time where you always had the Internet available to you. Sure. 
And what I appreciated about this game with, I haven't played it nearly as much. I've only spent about two hours on it so far. Um, that being said, it's enough for me to know I'm going to love this game, but that's why I'm like, I just need to go finish Deathloop so I can only play this game. I'm also um, not playing anymore because I've got that fucking flight. Yeah. You know, you so I, I've, left, flight. Yep. I've left the last couple of hours of it for the flight. So yeah. when the old Metroids were around, you used to, people, people would like draw maps. You have to draw maps for these games. (laughs) Like, I mean, like a more attributable genre would be to call this like a platform mapper, you know, Mm -hmm. or like an an adventure, like an action mapper. Like that's what these games are because like their map is so important to the core gameplay. I will say, because I tried playing it handheld, I really didn't like it because the smaller screen size and with the, I guess the... um the level of zoom that they decided on for the character, it felt claustrophobic to me. I feel like I usually could see sometimes more. I feel like the game hasn't been as dynamic as at least what I've seen as dynamic as I'd like in it. Like, okay, we're going to show you more of the map here, less of the map here. We're going to zoom in more. Um, It works better for like boss fights. I feel like, like they designed the room scale correctly so that it's, it's more open when you're fighting Mm -hmm. typically just because, you know, it feels like you're in a zone, but, um, uh, with other Metroidvanias, I do feel like you, you can usually see a bit more of the map at once than you can with this. And I wonder, I think actually that it's a result of it having to also work on handheld because you can only make Samus and everything so small. And so the game is slightly restricted because of that. It's not a knock against it, but I noticed that like right away. I was kind of like, because I've played, you know, I played these kinds of games all the time. It's one of my absolute favorite genres. Um, so I was like, oh, this is another thing they had to account for because this is going to be played handheld on possibly a six inch screen. Everything needs to be large enough to fill that and it be like an enjoyable experience. So then when I'm playing on my TV, I'm like, Oh, I really, I got, I got on the handheld. I was like, I wish I could see a little more. It feels like a little claustrophobic, but you know, everything's going to be too tiny. But then on the TV, I'm like, well, everything's fucking huge on my TV. (laughs) (laughs) Sam is gigantic on my TV. Well, and the the other thing that doesn't help with that is, so this game is running on the same engine that they built uh, for uh, Samus Returns. Yes. So it is like just a marginally improved uh, 3DS title. Uh, So it actually only runs at max at 720. Uh, so it's not running at 1080 when uh, I read that it ran at 900 docked. Interesting. I could be that could be wrong. Oh, I mean, it's definitely not hitting 1080. That's for that's for damn sure. Um, yeah. But uh, so it's funny. Like I've been. Yeah, it I've, runs at 900. Okay. Docked. Um, so. Interesting. Um, yeah. Oh, the other thing that I didn't. But Digital think- Foundry says. I didn't. Well, I I trust that one. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing that I didn't think about, and I don't think Nintendo has really been reporting this, but they should, because okay. obviously it's the same battery as the previous one, right? Yes. The previous upgrade as so the they, regular Nintendo Switch. So because it's the same CPU and same internals, they haven't reported any battery increase. But this thing lasts so much longer. Mm. And even over people, people have been talking about it over the newer Nintendo Switch because the OLED screen takes up way less battery than an LCD because it's not lighting the whole thing at once. Especially a game so, like Metroid, where so you're only the, lighting like a third of the yeah, screen. Yeah, like a third of the... Yeah, like most of it is dark. So I was playing Metroid for... On Monday, 
I on Monday I I really did just sit on the couch and play extensively. And like I had played, I'd been playing for maybe four or five hours, it felt total. And I was like still had over half battery left. Like it was That's impressive sick. how long That's it lasted. Sick. So that is another another little boon for this one. Um anyway, yeah. So it's uh yeah, loving it. Personally. I want to tell you because mm. I really think people have gotten overblown. I think I really think when people read something now on the internet, a take, especially if it's a take about a video game, you have to go and look at what else these pers- these people say. And I think sure. a lot of the like people being like, you have to play this on the OLED. It looks so much better. Like it looks worse on the TV. It's like, no, it, it like it looks really nice on the OLED. But guess what? It also really looks nice on an OLED TV. People yeah. being like, oh, like upscaled. It doesn't look good on TV. It's like, well, then you're saying every Nintendo game doesn't look good. On it, on it. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, <laughs> that is a point you could But make. <laughs> because the game is also upscaled on your OLED, you know, it's going from 720 upscaling to a 1080 OLED. Yeah. So it's you're still not even getting native on the handheld version. So it's um, I, I think that's really overblown. It looks really fucking good on the TV. It looks awesome. Um, and the design of the... Um... You know, and those cutscenes, man. I don't know if you've gone I'll, to any I'll tell you of the cutscenes, but like this fuck. might be my favorite suit for Samus now. Mm. Um, I, I still prefer the orange <laughs> color screen. Did you seem like Did just I... slightly out of like classically, but the this is like the best version of her suit so far. The the funniest thing is, as I was playing the game, and Brooke was kind of like looking looking at my screen, like looking at it, and she was like, "Is that Samus?" I was like, "Yeah." And I was like, she's like, what are you playing? And I'm like, I'm playing the new Metroid. And she's like, I thought Samus was from Smash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, like it got, she comes from Metroid. And she's I mean, like, oh, I just thought some of them came from other games. And some of it, she thought that some of the characters yeah. for Smash are like original creations, which would be sick, honestly. Great idea. For I mean, it. they had the opportunity and they never took it. They had the opportunity at Master Hand. They had the opportunity with sure. like the advanced form. They had the wireframe fighters, but like they never did it. I don't know why, but, but they could now that they're trying to shake up the formula. If, if next we'll smash was uh, original characters that they were I'm here for it. If they do it hundred percent, here's, here's, um, here it is. Here it is. Here's the trailer. All right. For okay. smash for new smash, the trailer okay. kid playing smash ultimate. All right. Yeah. So it looks like it's the same thing. All right. That you think, is this just smash ultimate boom, zoom out. All right. We're seeing the kid that is playing with these toys, playing the Smash game on a Switch. And then Shrink Ray <laughs> drops into the game and you play as the kid. I mean, that's just mode. Captain N. We could just do Captain N. I don't know what that is, but- Oh, it's an old animated series during the time of like the Super Mario Brothers and Zelda animated show. And oh, then it okay, was like a go. kid that's like playing with the, and he's got, um, he's got like the NES light gun, like as a, oh, oh it's great. Sure, sure, sure. Well, there you go. There you go. They can just take that idea. Which also would have been a great deep cut character for the Final Smash character if it wasn't Sora. <laughs> can you imagine? That people would have lost their minds though. Old yeah. old heads would have loved people, it. Yeah, old heads would have loved it. What uh, was that game? What was that movie? Wizard. The Wizard. Tom, I fucking yeah. love The Wizard. If is you that ask, the same thing? Is that a kid getting teleported into a game, or is he just playing video? games? No, it's about an autistic kid who, who, oh okay, who runs away. Okay. To go to California to, to compete, right? In the no, to grieve over his dead twin sister. But along the way, 
it's discovered that he's like a video game playing savant. Oh and my so God. He, they, he like makes money on the run playing video games and then ultimately like winds up in California because there's a big tournament where they reveal Super Mario. It's a, it's, it's a wild fucking movie. And in fact, I was telling Therese about it and we pulled up the trailer the other day and I watched it and the movie trailer for this is chaotic because oh, old sure. movie trailers. It's a Nintendo commercial. And a trailer for the movie. The but old movie time. trailers are crazy. Old movie trailers are super nuts. And this one made it out to be like, it was like a goofy, fun time. And like, it's kind of like not quite at all what this trailer makes it seem like. The trailer makes it seem like this really silly, weird movie. And it's like, um, this kid is like on the run with his brother. And they meet up with this like girl who's like comes from an abusive home who's on the run and child protection services after him. And there's like this scary dude that's like violent. And like these children are like oh in terrible danger. And they like run. They meet. They have like villains they go up against. It's a wild movie. Why, why, the why, are, we, why are we getting a Matrix sequel? We need a wizard. We do sequel. need a we do need a wizard <laughs> sequel. I love that movie. It's ahead of its time, honestly. You know, it, 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 you know, it coming out at like such the infancy of video games um oh, yeah the wizard amazing the wizard's a great movie highly recommend it um I, the last thing i'll say but it's, it's funny the f- super smash brothers smash 64 i remember the first time i ever played this game i didn't even like know it was coming out i didn't know about it somehow um i mean i was i was super young you know at the time um and alex and i went over like a neighbor's house and the kid had Smash Brothers. And I was like, my mind was blown because it had fucking Samus. And I mm. had played Super Metroid probably a hundred times at this point in my life. <laughs> and I was like, there's a fucking new Metroid game at first. And I got so excited that it was a new Metroid game. And then they were like, well, no, it's got Mario. I was like, wait, what is this? What is going on? <laughs> and so that, that for that day, I was like, I'm good. That's why I'm a Samus player. Because I was so Fair excited enough. to Fair be able enough. to play a Samus that game. Makes, that makes sense. So I was just like, it doesn't matter if I'm good at this character. I'm going to be good at this character. Which this game, I love the counters and stuff. Give Samus even more of the moveset from like from Smash because it's mm-hmm. so good that like they should just work, just build on it a little bit more. Just go a little farther with the close combat. Um, but maybe I don't know. Maybe there's stuff that I can do with like the grapple and things that I haven't gotten to yet in the game. We'll say. Uh, but it's great. Very good game. Yeah. Excited for that plane ride, baby. You want to talk about Back for Blood? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, let's talk about it. We played it just last night. <laughs> we did. We did just play it last night, and it is so quickly forgotten that that it's a, it's a it's a really fun game. If you watch the stream, uh, I may have come off as downer about it. A, I was being a little quiet because um, I, there's fortunately now because I'm using the original, not the Microsoft One Ear headset, but the original stereo speaker one. It just the mm. sound quality is great on it, and it's whatever. But it doesn't have a mute button on the headset. But the is this controller the new one? The new one? No, no, just I have the original Xbox oh, like one okay. headset. Like it's white on both sides. It okay. it's it's held up. It's very comfy. It's easy, there single plug. But um I just kept muting myself when I wasn't talking because Therese was like making food and Buddy was making a bunch of noise and stuff. So go. I was just being quiet for that reason. But also I didn't say a lot positive about the game when we were watching the stream. It was fun to shit on it while we were playing. Yeah, it's just uh, yeah. I think if what you want is a left for dead game this might give you what you're looking for, but there's also a very distinct possibility that it will not because the way the game is broken up with the campaign and the way it has this new progression system, 
you can't play it the way you used to. And what I want is a game that not only plays the same as far as like um, the genre and the gameplay, which this is, but also like the, the it doesn't have any of this progression because the progression requires a different type of game you know before it was like cool there's four campaigns each one is four acts each one is like thoroughly thought out there's there's there aren't like upgrades there aren't finding things there aren't like all these whereas on these missions because there's progression involved it's like okay well go around and scavenge for stuff like that's part of the gameplay loop and we have to go and like collect people and bring survivors back that's the gameplay loop like there are several times where it felt like our start and stop point were so close to each other. And it wasn't about trying to traverse yeah. a campaign. Mm -hmm. It was more about like, can we get to the other point while getting enough upgrades and surviving so that the next level we're in a better position so we can, if anything, it's like the final part of each act feels the most like the levels that are from Left 4 Dead, where you're actually like heading somewhere and doing something. Whereas the rest of them often feel like these much shorter experiences where it's like, you have to do really well so you can be leveled up and prepared for the like crescendo experience at the end of each section of the campaign. Um, yeah, and that, my, that, that's my, my, that's my issue with it. My, my left for dead, you know, playing left for dead. It is like, I definitely feel when I wasn't a huge left for dead fan, but I had a ton of friends who were, so I would play it kind of frequently. Um, but I was always surprised, like, it would be that thing of like, fuck, like, oh my God, like we, there's still like more that we need to get to, like, we're barely surviving to get to the other end. Granted, we are playing like on like the lowest difficulty settings with like the easiest modifiers and stuff with, with Back for Blood, but it doesn't necessarily like feel like a challenge. It doesn't feel as stressful as Left 4 Dead did. And so- Not I, until you get to that final act part. Yeah, and then it's like, fuck you. Um, but even still, like there are, yeah. there are moments in Left, yeah. Left 4 Dead that I do clearly remember as like actually quite terrifying. The tank um, in particular, whenever yeah. that would show up, it was like, okay, we're this is definitely This is definitely less um, less on the horror side and more like the action yes. horror, if, if we will. Um, I do- but I did kind of like the fact that it did feel like it was switching it up. Like we did have those levels where it's like, you just need to get there, but there's something here that you need to grab first yeah. and something here. I did like the fact that it wasn't just like get to A to B and survive all, all right. the time. Um, and like, I think that that tanker level, for example, at the end of act one is pay as much of a pain in the ass as it is. And there's much of an annoying ramp up in difficulty from the previous two levels that it was. I think that that was a really unique novel. And the I mean, idea of like, that was the, the best when stage it was like, you got it. Oh, easily. And when it's like, you have to go back onto the boat that you yes. have just fucking run off from, and you have to go deep into the bowels. Yeah, several of the, levels and down and then back up. Yeah, that, that was easily the best level. And I think that's, that's my, here's what I think happened. I think the people who designed this game, because I know they are a lot of the original Left 4 Dead people. And I think this might be why we never got a Left 4 Dead 3. I think they wanted to modernize the game with like all these experiences as far as progression are concerned with like skins are fine. I, I'm not going to hate on the skins and stuff. Right. But it's it's the card system. And then that requires mm. that you have like an economy. Uh, and then like you're up before there wasn't upgrading weapons and stuff. So that made the balance way better, because now if you think about it, everything requires that you're essentially under leveled 
and that you have to do well enough so that when you get to each one of the like climax points, like whether it's um, the jukebox or you're on the boat, like whatever that mission is at the end of each section, that you will be at the right skill, like your your weapons will be strong enough. So like your weapons are too weak for that when it starts. So then the missions leading up to that are usually too easy almost. Um, so there's a balance that's missing. And I think it would be fine if the thing people loved about Left 4 Dead was the campaign. And it, I don't think that was it. I think people really loved the multiplayer, not just the regular, the four people working together. It was the 4v4 multiplayer. That is what people played the fuck out of in Left 4 Dead. And I don't think that works as well with this game because, and, and that's that's why I'm like, you may or may not be really happy with this game. Because for me, I'm like, I had a lot of fun playing with you yesterday. And if you or other people want to get on and play, like I'll be very interested to do, go do it as a group. But I'm not like itching to play no, totally. the way I was with Left 4 Dead because with Left 4 Dead, it was like, cool, there's four campaigns, each has four levels. You're going to learn all the nooks and crannies. And like, there was strategy. You're like, all right, we're playing as the zombies now. And like, you had a strategy and coordination around playing as the zombies to stop the human players. But now you can't do that when you have a progression system that like, it just doesn't work the same way. So I think the game um, is missing the balance that it used to have. Mm -hmm. And that also then I think interrupts what it could be offered by the like multiplayer. And that primarily was the thing I liked most about it. But as far as the core gameplay is concerned, it still very much can scratch that itch um, for when we're all playing together in the campaign, that which is fun, like, but yeah, it's not it, going to last very long for me. To oh, totally. Which is fine. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, there's going to be, you know, Halo's coming out. Like Halo's coming out. Yeah, December. exactly. Like, but, it, are but I'm disappointed because I wanted to, I wanted to play the hell out of this and I wanted to have sure. a second experience because sometimes we'd be like, we've played a lot of Halo recently. And I'm sure. not tired of Halo, but like, do you want to play a little after that? Like we would switch back and forth all the time. You know, you got to have that second game. But, you know, hey, Alex, Alex, I've been talking about it. And we kind of want to get back into Smash again. So. Oh, OK. There you go. So I think I think the time has come. Yeah, I. Uh, but there are there are moments like, for example, when like that jukebox moment, I thought that was, was really great. Good. That was and, great. Like, there was like all these enemies spilling in and like they're just like. And I think like the the zombie animation, like if you pay attention to the detail, is like really quite exquisite. Like, yeah, the things that they're doing with like their their movements and uh, how the guns like d interact with them differently and the force of different things. Where there was just a window and I had a light machine gun, and I was just peppering it because they were climbing into it, but like then bodies are piling up that are like filling the gaps on the window so it felt like the it looked like the zombies were like now having to squeeze over each other to get to me <laughs> and then like someone like was like watch out because i think there is friendly fire right like you take damage from like molotovs and yes things like that so like i think like slater threw a grenade and was like watch out so i like took a step back and then boom the grenade went off and all of the bodies that were in a pile just went flying everywhere and i was like that <laughs> that was fucking awesome yeah so there there are some really awesome moments to be yeah. to be had and, and i and like really some of the touches pass, of course <laughs> like like look if this is it because it's a progression based game the things they came up with with like having survivors and stuff it's like oh all of that's cool because it makes the world feel more for more like real and alive but like i'm just a person that like um the zombie genre never really did a whole lot for me i don't totally. dislike it in any way i love a lot of zombie movies and stuff but i'm never going to champion it i'm never going to be like oh my god let's a new zombie like 
if if I get my hands on it and I like it, I'll play it. But that wasn't what I came to Left 4 Dead for. Um, but for those of you that are like hoping for that kind of shit, you're going to fucking love this game. And if you like character upgrades and you like progression systems and card based games, um, you're going to love this game. Like that's that's very much for you. I just think it, it wasn't necessarily for me. It's like my only thing, you know, it is. Yeah. It's a it's very competent for what they made. It's just they made something different. So uh, got got a message from Tuna. He's going to try for next week. So the he's week not out. brilliant. Yeah, Tuna's gonna <laughs> Tuna's gonna try and fly out. No. <laughs> yep. Oh my god! Yeah, get away, get away, take a little break. All right. It would be funny if we managed to get you and Brooke over here, and then we could just have you, me, Brooke, and Therese do an episode of the other book. Oh yeah, that would be that would be that'd be great. Brooke will be <laughs> like, well, so I discovered that Samus is from this game called Metroid. Yeah, there we go. We'll get some hits with Therese. She just picked up Animal Crossing again after after a while, so that'll be good. Um. Little news? Yeah, totally. Speaking of Deathloop earlier, they put out a huge update to patch uh, some glitches, crashes, uh, performance. So for like performance ray tracing mode, shouldn't have any more of the hitching that it had. Um, updates for PC. So if you're using a PlayStation controller, the speaker will now work as well as a bunch of other um, quality of life things to smooth things out, to make the multiplayer experience better. It'll also show you um, your network connection and things like that so that you can know ahead of time, like, what, like, oh, is my network connection bad right now? Do I need to adjust that? Is that why my multiplayer? Because I've only had rubber banding like twice now with all the times I've played online. So um, there's definitely at least always a user on one end who's got something hinky going on i think so uh that's good that's good for all players especially if you had a crash happen to you uh and you lost progression and like had to do shit over because that is always kind of demoralizing in a game i've had that happen before it happened to me in returnal and uh it's part of why i never beat returnal because it happened to me more than once <laughs> and one of the times it was on like a 50 minute run and i lost all of it and i was like i, I just couldn't pick the game up again until i knew that was fixed so uh, that's that's number one off the bat. Uh, let's see what else is going on, Tom. Uh, Grand Theft Auto: The Trilogy, the Definitive mm, Edition, mm, mm, uh, finally announced. It happened. It is coming to this generation consoles. Last gen, it's coming to Switch. There will be mobile ports next year. I think honestly, the biggest news about this is that well, first off, we don't have any details. Apparently, it's going to have enhancements and upgrades but it's still going to be those three games like it's going to retain the look and feel so i would just i wouldn't be expecting it to be like they all look like gta 5 now um but i honestly i think the most interesting thing about this story is that they are now removing sales of the original games original version oh of yeah games. that's real fucked up yeah so the only way i think honestly i think they've already done it they said like next when they announced this they said like next week we're taking um away the the original versions the existing versions of all three games will be removed from digital storefronts next week which was and this was end of last week so it's probably already happened rockstar also announced that the games so yeah so you're not going to be able to buy just the original three which granted yeah. you know i mean how much are they going to charge for this i mean there's rumors that this is going to be a full price game this is going to be like a 70 dollar game if you get it on next gen which would be 
unfathomable if i'm really being honest it depends on what the upgrade is maybe it is much bigger than we're expecting um so yeah just like a really like fucked up thing like a really fucked up move that i feel uh just like you didn't need to do that you're gonna sell millions of copies of of this i i guarantee based off of the success of um uh of you know people are thirsty for grand theft auto and especially if you would you sell at full price and it is a it is a massive upgrade like i feel like people will people are dehydrated for new grand theft auto <laughs> yeah. they, this, they're this in isn't, a desert baby <laughs> they're gonna be there for a long time oh 100 percent. i honestly think we might not see a new gta till like 2026 mm-hmm. yeah 2025 2026 sounds correct to me which we're gonna, is we're gonna start getting teases it'll be it it'll be after we have min, mid gen refreshes yeah if we get mid gen refreshes it will hundred we'll it will hundred p be toward refreshes. the end of the generation um and then after that i mean sayonara i don't know if we're gonna get a <laughs> that might actually be the last like new gta we get um <laughs> ever. yeah that'll be yeah <laughs> because we'll be living in the metaverse by that point um so yeah so that is so they make a vr up. gta it's just it's just fucked up. I don't, um, I don't have anything else to, re- to really say. Halo about. Infinite, little news about ranked play. Oh, by the way, there is going to be another Halo flight. So go sign up. You still have time. You still have time yes. to go to the Halo Insider program and sign up to play Halo Infinite. So if you miss it the last time, which I know a lot of people do, it's very easy. It'll take you a couple minutes to go sign up and then you can play the game. Um, Battle Rifle is going to be starting. Most trackers going to be disabled. Grenade hit markers disabled. Friendly Fire will be turned on. This is going to be the standard ranked play. Not really what we do here on Unranked. Um, Slayer, Capture Flag, Strongholds, and Oddball. Those are the game types, at least at launch, for the ranked play, which tells me like SWAT probably won't be ranked, at least not till later. Um, weapons, equipment, grenades on map will be static spawn. So it's not going to be like the drops, which personally, I wish they would just do away with in general for unranked gameplay. Uh, but that's just me. I don't really like the drops. I think at least with the map we played for Big Team Battle, it was um, it was thirsty for vehicles, I personally mm. believe, but it's just my opinion. So uh, otherwise, sounds great because I think yeah. the Battle Rifle is fucking sweet. I do love me some Battle Rifle, some BR and not a Battle Royale. Um, yeah, we got news. We got a little update on Pokemon Legends Arceus. Um you know, the more that we hear about this game, the more it sounds more like a Monster Hunter game and not oh, yeah. Breath of the Wild game. Yep. And we got a little bit more news regarding that. And it definitely seems like it is leading in that area because they it's not basically going to be an open world. It's not going to be like a continuous explorable thing where you can go where. So let's be want. honest, not surprising. I'm not surprised. Um, it is more going to be like you go on a quest, you have to go to a, you know, a wild area if you played Sword and Shield, and you can explore that area, um, which is but fine. But they've got to be grander. I expected it to be more like a Mario Odyssey kind of a, totally. you know, yeah, jump I in mean, the painting. You know, we'll, we'll, we will see. But um, yeah, I definitely think it'll be more involved than the wild area. It better area be, because if it's not. Shield. If it's not, we're in, we're, then, then, then this is going to be a big fucking discipline. Then they, they better have D- Jed 9 ready to fucking go <laughs> if it's not. Because yeah. typically speaking, Generation 9 would be coming next year. Yeah, it'd be. In a traditional, yeah. in a traditional Pokemon calendar, Generation 9 should be showing up next, of next, next year. Yeah, fall. I, so, wonder if, I wonder if we will, though, because 
I don't think so. I think we're getting another year. Yeah, we'll get another year because Arceus is the main line. Because we've got Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl coming out this November, but that is the... uh, that is um, one of that is not Game Freak that's making yeah. those. It's uh, Game Freak is working on Arceus. So that's the one thing is like, well, this is the this is the this is the prime time team coming up to make the spinoff. Which I'm kind of excited about um, Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. Tom, I you know we have to, I brought it up to you once before, but I really think you and I let's each do a, a Nuzlocke run. Okay. We'll we'll pick our own Nuzlocke run rules. There's a lot of out there to pick and choose from, but but the general theme will be like. You know, you can only catch the first Pokemon you encounter in any route. If your Pokemon faints, you got to release it sort of a deal. You know, the I mean, primary rules that, will do that. Especially because it'll probably make it a quicker playthrough. Because <laughs> yeah. I won't be like, okay, cool. I've caught the first uh, one in this area. Um, and yeah, then if we no. fail, we fail. But we'll, we'll see how far we get. I think honestly, I, I feel like that's going to be a lovely little, uh, lovely little treat in november i'm actually looking forward to it (laughs) i kind of forgot about it for a little bit and i thought about it the other day and it's like oh yeah i got a little pokemon coming soon yeah i got a little little pokemon treat coming out um so yeah i'm interested in that and yeah osseus will i mean (laughs) let's see i am you know every every time i think about that game my uh, excitement for it completely goes in completely one direction i'm like this is going to be such a disappointment and yeah, I mean, who knows what's going to happen with this fucking franchise? Um, uh, yeah, uh, the the last bit of news I got here, we do have some interesting sales numbers for the OLED Switch. Uh, so this is in Japan. Um, it uh, sold 138,000 units in Japan, around that uh, couple hundred off there. Um, that is uh, less than half of the original Switch. And it's even less than the Switch Lite in 2019. Now, granted, we do we are in the middle of like chip shortages, supply line shortages. Like, but it's, that's the same amount that the new Xbox Series X and S combined have just reached. In is a hundred thousand in Japan. They just oh broke. My God. But here's the thing. Man. Here's the thing. It <laughs> took the original Xbox One four years to get a hundred thousand units amount. in Japan. That's so funny. the fact that the series version did it in like 10 months. Microsoft is, is like, that's a win. We can sit in the win. Yep. That's a huge bump. So it's it's interesting. And it's it's interesting with um, you know, for example, I was able to um I was able to hook up uh you know, Ryan who works at input, his order was not able to uh, arrive. And while I was in Delaware, why, why is he always having problems with this? I don't know. He just I should have a luck. Uh, but he he knew, <laughs> he knew, and I was able to pick one up for him while I was in Delaware. Um, Ooh, tax yeah. free. Yeah, t- not only tax free, but it was like, and the guy, and uh, granted, he only had red and blue, you know, OLED. He didn't have the white one, but it was the GameStop at the mall that we worked at, and they they had those in stock, which I mean would have been unheard of. Was it weird to be back in that mall? I, well, every time I'm home, I go there because, hey, like, go stop by the, my pet. Well, because usually we go to see a movie and we go mm. to the movie theater there, and like, there's all the restaurants there, so we eat there. Or like, yeah, I'll stop stop by the Apple Store to like be. You like, also got to be like, oh, is there anything expensive I'm about to buy coming up? Because I can yes, do it while I'm in Delaware. Exactly. It's like Which those new MacBooks are coming out, man. And I'm like, take hmm. a trip. I might have to plan a trip. And my cousins yeah, are coming in November. I'm like, I could just. I could just wait another month. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like Brooke, Brooke and I, you know, last time we were there, like I did the whole like getting the new 
wardrobe and like i bought a bunch of clothes at the mall and saved a bunch on tax um so it is interesting it does which you will claim at the end of the year you'll put them on there of course sorry tom yes 100 yes yes yeah um and uh you know for the irs uh, yeah 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 listening right now uh yeah it's just interesting you know i feel like a lot of people in in our circles have been talking about it and obviously been trying to get one and online it seems very difficult to try and get one um but i'm curious ultimately where the OLED switch sales net out. And I'm curious what that means for, you know, the switch Two or the, the actual like proper upgrade, whether that means we'll see it sooner or later. Um, I will say I am very impressed with, with the hardware. I do think it is a bigger step up than once you get your hands on it. But uh, yeah, I think people are just kind of clamoring. I mean, I know you are wait. I know everyone in the group other than me is waiting for the next the next one i i'll tell you what i love the rumors you see every now and then of someone being like don't be surprised if when the switch pro comes out it only works on the tv and i'm like that's all i want <laughs> <laughs> that's all i want yeah i mean it, yeah anyway we'll, we'll so, see what happens yeah not that i dislike playing it in handheld but 90 percent of my time is on the tv yeah so if, if I had to choose, if I had to choose where I put my, choose. where I put my, uh, like focus, like, do you want something that is de- like a dedicated, I would be like, yeah, I guess so. But I like yeah. the idea of having, Oh, I they- mean, I, I love it. Like, it's great, yeah. but, it, but because the performance is so poor as a console in comparison, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, boys, the Xbox series S costs less than a switch OLED. Yeah. Can you do that? Like Nintendo could make an Xbox Series S powerful level machine that is just a docked console. Yeah, agreed. Uh, come on. I love I love the Series S, man. I I, I was playing it on uh, on the back, back for Blood on the stream, and like it's basically become my streaming console. And it's like, and when I come to LA, like I'm gonna pack it because yeah. it fucking takes up no space. Yeah, great. Matt, little Matt, ha- Matt got that. He couldn't get a Series X, and he said fuck it and got the Series S, and he loves it. So there you go. So there you go. He can't. He he loves the switch. You know, he can't tell pixels. He doesn't know what resolutions <laughs> are. 1080p, you know. This one guy, I was so it was so funny. Like, um, I'm about to throw someone under the bus here. They used to be the edit. They were so uh Lisa Segura, who we we had Lisa Marie, who we had. Okay, I was like, show, yeah. Okay. We had on the show uh like a couple of months ago at this point. She was the editor of Digital Trend. She went to Kotaku. And after, between Giovanni assuming leadership at Digital Trends and between Lisa Marie leaving, there was this uh, guy, God, I forget his name because he was only there for like a month. He was like the old features editor and then he got moved into gaming. And um, we were t- it was around the time that the new console consoles were coming out. It sucked because Lisa Marie like lost her job right before like yeah, reviews were happening. Like that yeah. fucking sucked. And um, we were talking about it and the guy, we were talking about like trying to get consoles and stuff. And the guy was like, yeah, I'm just trying to get the Series S. I was like, oh, okay. Like you're not, you're not concerned. Like you're, you know, whatever, like why? Yeah. And he's like, he's like, well, I own a 1080p TV. I yeah. was like, well, baby, it's time to, it's time to get an upgrade. <laughs> and he was like, he's like, nah, I'm good with it. And I was people like, just you're care. the fucking, <laughs> you work at, digital fucking trends yeah. like one of the most prominent like tech review like it, we are got our hands on and he's like yeah 1080p series s it's fine with me i was like what a world what a what yeah. a world you must live in <laughs> uh, 
I'm here. I'm here. Like looking at my 55 inch, like LG, like should have got the, should have got the bigger one. Is, I mean, look, we didn't, the reason we didn't get the set, the, the cost differential between the 55 so and the 65 huge. was actually like not that bad, but the 65 to the 77, which is what we wanted. Cause we have it on a really big wall. Mm-hmm. So like, I actually still feel like it's a little smaller Same. than it should be. Um, now that we've, moved. it was like twice as much money. Yeah. It, it was like That's a exactly. 3000 something dollar TV to get the set. I was like, no way we can't, yeah. we can't fucking get that. That was yeah. nuts. So yeah, yeah, yeah th- this was great. This was like perfect size for the last apartment. And Brooke feels like, you know, you ask yeah. Brooke it up on that wall, the distance we're at totally fine. She'd honestly be Michael Scott with that TV. <laughs> where It's like this big. And just like, so it, that's fine with me. So with Therese. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was like, she was like, I don't know. It's it, she's like, it seems like fine. And I'm like, yeah. Like I can live with it, but like, wouldn't it be nice if it was the 70s? That's why sometimes I'm like, I'm like, you know, what if we got just like one of those like drop from the ceiling projectors for movies only? Brooke Brooke won't even allow me to get a bigger one. She's like, it's already too big as it is. She says it's the perfect size, but we passed. We, someone must have moved into the building. They didn't get. They didn't get like an OLED, but they got like a you know a new TV, and it was yeah. like that big. And especially like non OLED, like you get an LCD. Oh, like you get it now. Yeah. And like we walked past the box, and I was like, oh, <laughs> just imagining something that big on my wall would is would be a dream. Well, that's, that's that's my favorite thing about my roof projector because it's is an eighty four yeah. inch screen. You yeah. know, is that it's... the max it can go to? Um, I could do bigger, but it wouldn't really fit well on the oh, sure. on the wall on the roof. So it's like I it's, the projector can go larger, but I got a projection screen that's 84 inches. So it's like, yeah. because, which I'm like, oh, this is really nice. I wish our TV was this big. <laughs> which they do make that like 80 something inch LG, but that one's like <laughs> it's like five grand or something insane. Yeah, dude, I can't. I mean, you got you know you got these AK, you got that rollable one. Have you seen the one? The oh, it's one? amazing. It's like a hundred thousand dollars. If I had just stupid money to spend, the dumb things I would buy. But I so. just, I just remember uh, one of the managers, uh, Fred. All right. Oh my God. At, yeah, that him. little guy. He he bought. I hope he isn't listening. He bought. Uh, <laughs> I he hope bought he is listening. Four, he bought a four K TV in twenty eleven. It was like one of the first generation ones. So it was like, yeah, HDR wasn't even a thing. Forget about OLED. You know, like this was a this was one of the first LCD um, things, and he paid like twenty thousand dollars for that because he could because oh he'd been God. he'd been at Apple since the fucking beginning, so he yeah. had those like sweet yeah. fucking and um, also the Apple Delaware stock. store, which people don't realize. You'd think like Delaware, who cares? Because of the no sales tax, the foot traffic that Apple Store gets is on amount of- the amount of money that goes through that store is unfathomable. It's millions, millions of dollars a day, millions it's of dollars a day. Insane. I, I, th- I mean, people, people don't believe when I say, uh, you know, we would have people come in, you know, resellers, right? Buses, come in. buses, buses of people. And I would sit there and just scan an iPhone, scan an iPhone and just scanning yeah. hundreds of phones. It'd be time. like, it'd be like, okay, I'll have two iPhones and two iPads. And I'll it, like, okay, cool. That's three grand. And there's, and you, <laughs> you see a line of like 
400 people each waiting to spend $3,000. But remember, when, because when, like, at first we would try to police it. We would try to be yeah. like, you can only do two. And people would try and sneak in and change their outfits and shit like this. But toward the end of the iPhone life cycle, when they were more readily available and it wasn't hard to get, it was just literally like we would bring out piles of like 100 phones at once. And we'd get dirty. We'd get looks from other customers like, what the fuck is happening there? Are they doing a fucking drug deal? Like in the store right now? Um, anyway, so those managers made bank. Some of them had a shit ton of money because they've been at Apple for like 15 mm. years already in 2010. I can't even imagine how much those stocks are worth now. Um, and they bought one of the first generation 4K TVs. But who Good had the them. last laugh meant now? <laughs> anyway. Uh, you want to do an email? Yeah, I'd love to. Let's do some listener mail. Email at unrankedpodcast.com. Email at unrankedpodcast.com or go to our Discord. It's in the show notes. Join, leave a question, and questions for the pods channel. See you there. Um, Tom, Kill Care Bears wants to know Are there any career choices you've made that you regret? Huh. Career choices that I've made that I regret? No, I don't think so. Not in like, uh, oh man, like that was the the wrong move because I'm I'm very happy where I'm at now, and like obviously I wouldn't have come here without like mistakes and stuff like that. Um, I wish I had gone into streaming and like seriously doing all of that and podcasting and all of that, like in college. Yeah, I, I wish just, I started all that like five years earlier. Also, that that that's yeah. my biggest regret is yeah. that we kind of started doing this when there was like a a, a saturation already. We and we started just making... before there really was though. Right, that's how but people was, found us. We were lucky. It was the tail end. Yeah, if we started a like, year or two later, we, we'd be screwed. This yeah. podcast would not be a thing. No. Um, and it's so funny because like. I was talking to Brooke the other day. We watched 28 Weeks Later. One of my, mm. I l- love those two movies. I was obsessed with them in high school. I was obsessed with those films. And I made a short. I was making shit and putting it up on YouTube in like 2005, yeah. 2006. Same. I made, I made two shorts. It was like a part one, part two. It was 28 months later, right? Um, and it was, you know, just me and my friends with my fucking mini DV camera shooting. And I edited yep. an iMovie and put it up. No kind of tactical, like uh, creating a, a, a tight, you know, creating a thumbnail, no tags, none of that. I mean, it didn't it even is, exist. Hashtags is, weren't a thing on YouTube yet. And because they weren't just Twitter didn't exist yet. Right. Right. But not even like hashtags, but like all the metadata yeah. that you can build into YouTube, like none of that was a thing. Just the title and like a screenshot yeah. of whatever it is. Clearly just a bunch of kids like fucking around because there was just so little like stuff on youtube at that time those videos have like hundreds of thousands of views because it was like one of the few things if you search 28 months later those were so i actually every now and again go in and look at the comments because people like fuck these kids i want to see the trailer for 28 months later a movie that doesn't exist and like all of these things like what the fuck is this like these kids are like and i'm like fuck if only i had thought if only i had gotten into all of these things that I now super into, like I should have in college started, you know, like for example, like Cade, like you look at someone like Cade, who's like almost 10 years younger than, than myself. Yeah, like, it, it just wasn't an option. We didn't have access to these tools and stuff. Yeah. When we were younger. So it I just, exist. Oh, we, well, yeah. I mean, in college, like, oh, anyway, she yeah. just should have gone into it all way earlier. That's my, but there, there wasn't, there, there was no path for it yet. 
It didn't exist really. Not not then. Not really in the sense of like um you could make like a, when you when you were in college in like the early 2010s, sure. Yes, yes. exactly. That yes. that's what I'm saying. Like yes. my junior I'm saying, senior yeah. Year, yeah. My junior and senior year, I should have I should have been getting into like streaming and, and stuff like that. Because even just getting in like those couple of years earlier would have made the world of difference and starting yeah. this pod starting this podcast in like 2013 2014 if we had like oh my god find I me can't. at justin.tv slash great for time <laughs> you know those fucking emails still exist i was talking okay. for work i was talking to someone at twitch if you type in I justin tv it's, it just reroutes you it's just funny because their emails come in i see their emails as like so and so at justin.tv and it's, it's, it's amazing so funny i love that there you go. I, I have the pretty much same answer to you. It's like there were things that I wish I necessarily hadn't done, but um, also like like if I didn't make those mistakes, I would have made other mistakes. But it was just yeah. like, 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 uh, you know, I did a bunch of like work that was either like I did work for free or for like way less pay than I should have um and stuff like that and also you just say yes to like everything back then. Like when you're younger, and you're trying to work in production because it's you almost kind of have to um but like that's basically it like there's you know it's uh it's worked out so far you know yeah like, like i spent a lot out. of time in retail and i wish i hadn't but like it allowed me to do the things i needed yeah. to do to not have to work in retail it's anymore. it's a, I, I the older i have gotten uh the the harder i found to like the like early on in my career i was having regrets left and right yeah, like things that I had done, but like at the end of the day, like you just got to survive. Yeah. <laughs> it is just uh, sometimes yeah. it is just surviving, and you know, for you know, right now, you know, social media. It's not necessarily something I want to be doing. You know, as much as I really enjoy what I'm doing, you know, it's it's you know, I wanted to make movies. I was thinking about that Domino meme. You know, the one where it's like the guy's got the tiny Domino, and then it goes bigger and bigger and bigger, and like people are like, oh, you know, for Facebook, for example, the tiny Domino is like Mark Zuckerberg wants to rank hot girls and then like the big Donovan at the end is like the destruction of democracy. Like I feel that way about like where I am now where it's like, I just wanted to make movies as a kid. I wanted to yeah. like, just have owned a camera. And now it's like that I'm was a part of dig this digital media conglomerate that is like layoffs all the time and like toxic work culture and shit like that, that I'm a part of. It's funny. Anyway. Totally agree uh what are some foods from spiffy that you hated as a kid that you now like as an adult literally nearly all of them <laughs> yeah i was a picky little fuck yeah 100 uh and then a lot of things that i liked i stopped eating so i don't eat meat so like there was like there was a point like when i was meat eater where i was like eating meat all the time fucking you know do you remember in the early 2010s when everyone was like how many pieces of bacon can we put in a thing it was like bacon was in yes. fucking everything i was super into that for a while uh, <laughs> you know it's like that, yeah. that shit was good the, but um, what was that what's the kfc one where it's like the chicken uh the double down the double down and i feel like back then that seemed nuts and now it's kind of like yeah whatever like yeah, food everyone is, has a fucking food is a, mon a monstrosity now yeah um uh but specifically i'm gonna say eggs i disliked eggs so much for a very long time i i still find that they can have a pungent smell. I still don't mm -hmm. like hard boiled sure. eggs, but otherwise I still very much like eggs now. I did not like scrambled eggs over. I didn't like them at all. However, they were made before. Whereas now I get a breakfast burrito with two fried eggs in it every week. I love it. 
great it, it, it's honest again so funny that we're talking about this because i was just telling brooke i was like really the only holdout that i have that i don't like is like raw onion i just can't oh. i can't do it i mean here's the thing raw onion is a very especially it depends on what onion you're talking about but it's a very strong taste most people unless you're talking about like cut up bits of raw onion that are in things don't want to just eat straight raw onion no sure but i'm talking about like for example like if you're a taco yeah. Um, you like have like the onion, the chopped onion bits. Sure. Honestly, I've just gone to a point where I'm like, I'm almost 30 years old. I can't be saying don't add the onion. Don't add the cilantro, like just order the taco and eat it. Like it's yeah. still good. And like, honestly, like the thing I have learned, you know, I don't want to give the boring answer of everything, but the thing I have learned is like the combination of flavors, like is so yeah. like you don't even have like the, in a, ability to appreciate that as a child you get you get more um <laughs> pickled onion out here by the way oh on tacos and stuff which oh. is better uh so. pickled jicama love a pickled jicama yep. i like a lot of pickled things that's definitely a new thing i'm not a not you a can pickle start pickling sh- things yourself you just have to be uh like careful you can get botulism what the fuck is that it's a disease it's a sickness you don't want it what if you eat a bad something that's been pickled incorrectly yeah uh Botulism. Uh, I can't remember what causes it, but recently, Therese, we got some pickles. We've been uh, Whole Foods. I can't remember what the name of it is, but they have a really fucking good brand of vegetarian hot dogs. And I've been on a hot dog kick with them now because I hadn't had any good ones for really like, so I haven't eaten a hot dog I've enjoyed in years. And a few months ago, we tried this brand. Everyone said it was amazing. And I'm I swear to you, it tastes just like a fucking, at least what I remember a hot dog tastes like. It's so utterly close to tasting like real meat that I was like, are you sure this is vegetarian? <laughs> They're like, no, um, we just decided to. So I've been eating pickles a lot too, because I like to have a little pickle in my hot dog. Mm. Tastes good. I like to put the slice in the bun with the hot dog. I think okay. get a little crunch. Um, you, know, you know what's funny about that? Because I'm not a pickle fan. Uh, I was at the the wedding this, this weekend. Oh, there are organisms that grow in raised phc uh, which can cause botulism so if you don't add enough vinegar so that it's 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 you have to really be careful doing homemade pickle stuff apparently okay. all right um so we were out we would we were at the bar like the night of um it was like the night after the night of the wedding like we went to the bar to see like one of our friends bands was playing and um i was getting handed like a shot and I thought I was getting handed like a chaser of like lime juice or something like that. I thought like maybe we would take tequila shots and didn't have limes. So like they just gave us a squirt of lime juice and I'm getting handled to, handled it. And like we're raising our glasses and someone goes pickleback. And I was like, oh no, like I have never done a pickleback because like I hate pickle juices, pickle juice, but I was in it. It was too late to back yeah. out. Like yeah. we were about to take the shot. So like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. And I did it. And at the end I was like, hmm. Not a uh, pretty good, and now I I'm heard- thinking maybe mm. I'm gonna eat a pickle. Mm, they're good, maybe Tom. I have to do it. They're good. I know people love them. People are freaks for picks. They're good. You forget about it. I forgot about them because I haven't been having them, and now that I've been having them again, I'm like, yeah, we've been we've been going through some pickles. Let me tell you, <laughs> <laughs> I might have to fuck. I might have to fu- I might have to find a good pickle situation. Yeah, did, did you ever pickles. watch American Pickle? Yes, I did. That and was you know a what? I enjoyed fun that. fucking movie. I really enjoyed that movie. So, that was you know, a really another fun win movie. For pickles. Another win for pickles. Yeah, that was a really good movie. I like that a lot. Um, I think we got time for one more question. If we have a, let's so, see. Yeah, uh, too, totally. You can only watch. This. Oh, we did that one. Disney cartoon There's some movie. great questions this week, too. Um, 
If you had the opportunity to bring one celebrity host to the Unranked podcast, who would it be? Oh this was God. from the official Tuna and Club Slater. You know, it's funny. Now I'm thinking of Seth Rogen because we just talked about American Pickle, but he would fit in so well. Well, like we it see, would be you know, seamless. he worked, produced that whole like uh, console wars documentary, right? Yeah, I mean, he is a gamer, and yeah, yeah. He, he did. He did. He. Uh, I mean, he, he would be good. That. Yeah, he would. But that's not. But that seems like cop out. Who's your, who's your answer, and then come back to me. Honestly, you know who would be really cool to talk to about games, especially like right now at Nintendo games, Brie Larson. Because she oh, apparently yeah. plays the fuck out of her Switch. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, it is yeah, not yeah. just an ad campaign. She, I truly believe, like, that her posts and her comments about it and everything are genuine. That she, you know, and she's in several movies and things that are now also in games. Scott Pilgrim and Marvel. And so <laughs> I think she would be really cool Pretty to have popular. on to talk about games with. Um, and my second would actually be John Boyega because, or, mm. or yeah, John Boyega, because he also... Um, I remember when he got announced for the Force Awakens and like he was like going nuts, like and talking to interviews. He was so excited. He also like was super into like being a character in Disney Infinity and shit and all that stuff. He's like a big gamer. So like I, I would want someone to come on that's a gamer. I wouldn't want to just like oh, bring totally. my favorite celebrity on. <laughs> like because then then I'd be like, all right, Jared Harris, bring Jared Harris on the show. <laughs> I would go with uh, maybe Simu Lu. Uh, yep. who is obviously the star of Shang-Chi. Yep. Kind of in a little bit of hot water right now with uh, some like meninist thing. Let's just go research it. I'm yeah. honestly not well-versed in what is happening, but he is a huge Power Rangers fan. Um, like really into, mm. into it in the way that I am. Like know mm. the seasons, all of that. And he's a gamer and he's like the now like a huge star in the MCU and everyone loves Shang-Chi. So I just feel like that's a trifecta right there of like famousness, gamerness, and then also like personal pop culture taste. That's a good one. There you go. All right, Tom, I have a game for us to play. Um, but I don't. Am I sitting on my phone? Oh, is my cat on my phone? He is. I've been like worried for the last 10 minutes. Like, where did I move my phone? My cat fell asleep on it. Thank you. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> all right, Tom. Let's do it. This is going to be the dumbest thing we've ever done. Amazing. So I wasn't sure if we were going to have Alex or possibly someone else till the last minute. Um, so I was originally also going to get Matt, but then the Dodgers game was happening. And then I was like, okay. Uh, so Tom, I just sent you a message. We're both going to do this which video game character are you quiz together and see what video game character we are it's one of these online quizzes okay okay i like that all right so we'll, we'll uh, yeah pick, how are we gonna pick, do this well, i'll read the first question and then we'll pick our we'll pick our answers and we'll go along and do it together to okay. see who we are um so first question is how do you react in stressful situations do you want to take a moment to meditate and calm down keep your stress inside and keep going listen to music escape the world or let emotions burst out okay so it's asking how do i react in stressful situations and honestly my answer is i let my emotions burst out if i if i am stressed to the point of like being emotional about it like i struggle to contain it and that's honestly a very recent thing for me very yeah. recent thing for me. i would i would say I would say I could go with that one or the one I'm going to choose, which is keep your stress inside and keep going. And just because especially like like outside of extreme scenarios, Tom, I don't do what you're suggesting. And I feel like it more like day to day or like, let's say I'm on set or I'm working, or I'm doing a bunch of stuff I have to juggle a bunch of things. I, I actually like I'm very good at using that stress as like energy. 
uh it just like powers oh, my add yeah. and then i just i actually like get calmer sometimes there's definitely a there's definitely a sprinkle of that where like i like power through but like i definitely have been like being your fuse like, has been shortened definitely well you, you moved you lived in new york <laughs> it happens yeah all right question two tom what interests you most from these choices computer engineering and mad science photography mm -hmm. and movie nights reading and academics or martial arts and heists Ooh, photography and movie nights I'm going with. Yeah, I'm going to go with that, too. I think we're going to have to pick the same one on that one. That's a that was a weird, weird set of choices because each one had something I'm like not that interested in. Yeah, it was kind of like a mixed bag of but, but that's that the closest sounds more. Yes, yeah, that, I don't do heists. <laughs> you know, I don't do so. Heists. So as much as I find them interesting, I'm not going to put that. All right. What type of games do you enjoy? Life simulations, FPS or roguelikes, puzzles, platformers or RPGs? What a weird thing to, to pit, put I know, FPS I know, and roguelikes I know. together. Or platformers um, or RPGs. Yeah, that's weird. Um, you know, FPS and roguelikes. Fuck. You know, I'm, I'm going to go platformers and RPGs. Because RPG is like such a... It's hard, man. Like, why would you do this? But whatever. That's what I'm what, going with. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Then I'll do FPS and roguelikes then just to mix it up. I mean, I'm, I was basically split the middle down the two of them, though. What do you consider to be the most important aspect of life? Helping those in need, protecting your loved ones, innovation at any cost, or having choices? Innovation at any cost. Fuck. Um, what do I consider to be the most we found important? The, we found the libertarian answer. Yeah, seriously. Uh, helping those in need is what I am going with. I'm going to pick having choices. Okay. Can't always. Sometimes you got to you gotta choose yourself. Sometimes you got to be selfish. Oh, 100%. <laughs> that's that's I why I like, I like to have choices, you know? I like, I want to help those in need, but sometimes uh, you got to put yourself first. Sure. <laughs> I feel that. All right. What kind of books do you like to read? Sci-fi novels? Fantasy? Nonfiction or historical fiction or mystery. Well, we know which one Tuna would pick. Well, I mean, as as uh, you know, I mean, he's not he's not he's not a huge uh, fan of uh, history, so it has to be <laughs> mystery. I, I'm going, uh, yeah, I'm going mystery actually. Oh, personally. awesome! Yeah, I, I, you know, you'd think that like I'm more of like the sci-fi reader, but like going back and like if you look at like the books that like I've read and am actually into, like. I would definitely say like a noir mystery is like way I'm way more invested in that than something like a yeah. um, a sci-fi thing. I'm so going I'm with sci-fi. Foundation is on. I've listened to Foundation. It's great. It's awesome. I love Michael Crichton books like Prey and Jurassic Park, and so I, I really like sci-fi books. Um, the Martian, so fucking good. Red shirts, ooh, good stuff. Uh, how do you treat others you don't like? With smile and mean internal dialogue, snarky comments, civilly minus the smile, or with blatant malice disguised as kindness. How do I treat others I don't like? I'm going with snarky comments. <laughs> yeah, I probably go civilly minus the smile. I think that sounds correct for you. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. I think I don't. There's, I don't not, there's nothing is... there that's like be a fucking asshole. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I feel that like um, I feel like none of these quite hit it. Honestly, there yeah. are very few people that I don't like. Yeah. And honestly, uh, I definitely have well, a that you personally know. 
that I personally do. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, that, that's a good point. It doesn't say how do you treat others you don't like personally. Like if I run to Donald Trump, like that motherfucker's getting punched. Yeah, or just like anti-vaxxers in general. Oh, sure, sure. Okay, well, well now, okay, well now we're switching it up. You see because, what I'm saying? This is why I had to go yeah. snarky. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how do I treat others I don't like? Okay, that that switches up because now I'm thinking about people that I personally don't know. But do you treat them like when you if you interact with these people, what would you do? I feel like you are someone who would relatively maintain civility unless all, unless yeah. pushed into a stressful situation. I mean, at which honestly, point you would then I, explode. Did I, did, I, did I tell you that about that guy? Yeah. Did I tell you about that guy who it was a, it was a, the wedding we were at before the last one where the guy was like, I'm a libertarian. And he was like, I didn't vote for Trump. But have you heard of something called the Lincoln Project? Honestly, oh, my God. If, if if stand up and walk away was an option, that would have been <laughs> yeah, the one. Sure. You know, I'm going to do civilly minus the smile. But yeah. there are definitely people that I have who I've run into who are, like have been like, I don't know about these vaccines and stuff. And I try and talk to them. And then the, and I just say like, anyway. But see, it, that's that's why that's why you would pick civilly because I feel like you're not going to make any pretend as if you like this person, but you're just not going to be an outright asshole. The, Whereas okay. I'm gonna yes. be making smarky comments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna no, immediately I, I will, just be taking shots at them. <laughs> I, I completely agree. Yes, I definitely am start to be civil, but there are people that I have just like been yeah. like, you fucking idiot. Yeah, anyway. I don't you can't answer these questions on the extremes though. Uh how do you treat your friends? Semi as semi-intelligent human beings, <laughs> like family with love and loyalty, but from distance, unwavering kindness and empathy. I treat my friends like my like the people family. I actually consider friends. Yeah, like that's exactly yeah. the same. Yeah, yeah, family, hundred percent. Sure, condo pants. <laughs> like, uh, like less intelligent. Yeah, semi-intelligent human beings. Like that's Jesus Christ, bro. Well, I don't, I, I don't know if you would call those people friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think is your biggest trait? Uh, my devotion to the causes I believe in. Best, best trait. Oh, your best trait. Uh, my devotion cause and believe in my dedication to standing up for others, the ability to make the right choice, even when it isn't the right answer, or my intellectual and superior brilliance. <laughs> uh huh. Interesting. I don't really like any of these. Yeah, not a few, not a huge fan. I mean, of that's any what of sucks these. about these and they're also kind. They're also kind of very closely related to each other as well. Um, I'm I the first one to feel too much like grandstanding, so I'm going with the third option. I think I'm going to go to the first one because I would love to say my ability to make the right choice, even when it isn't an easy choice, but I definitely don't always do that. Yeah. But then, then I, I agree, but I like to think that even if I don't like, I know that I made like the right choice at the time, like in the situation, do you know what I mean? If you chose my intellect, kind of like how we talked about like regrets. <laughs> sure. If you picked my intellect and superior brilliance and then like, also, it yeah, was like innovation at no any cost. You're like, and well, and you're my, like my Wiley friends are from, like, are less them. intelligent. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, I'm gonna do my devotion to the causes okay. I believe in. I'm just gonna just gonna. None of these are, are correct, but what that's... kind of music do you like? Classic rock and metal, indie or lo-fi, synthwave yeah. or techno, or classical or pop? Classical or pop? Uh, I'm gonna do indie or lo-fi, just right out there. That's what I'm going with. A younger me would pick the same thing, um, but now I'm going to say classical or pop because I nowadays I mostly just put on pop music. Mm. So there you go. What is the most important factor in a partner? Dedication to their work, intelligence, and innovative mindset. How open and comforting they are or how well they treat others. 
I'm going to go intelligence and innovative mindset. And I mean that in the sense of I'm very liberal here with my description of that Mm -hmm. in the sense of like intelligence that makes them funny, you know, like they can very like smartly, like make jokes, you know, and like are in tune with it. They're with it. They're plugged in. Yeah, no, I agree. I also, I mean, I like the fact that Teresa is smarter than me. I need someone who can keep me in line. So, (laughs) (laughs) well, that's definitely a different angle than I was going at it. But it's like the same thing. I don't want someone I can outsmart. <laughs> yeah, I just what what I mean. You know what, what I mean? What I mean is on my end is like is like I feel that like even when Brooke and I are like having t- conversations about the dumbest shit, it's like intelligent conversation. Yeah, yeah. like we're riffing, up, and so like that's what that's what I like. So you're doing yeah. the same? Yeah. Okay. All yeah. Right. I mean, it makes sense that we would have some of these similar. Sure. For sure. Uh, what's your current or favorite hobby? Kickboxing, martial arts, exercising of some form. Jesus, uh, right, reading, writing, studying new subjects, photography, composing, music, filming, or programming, building PCs, gaming. If gaming wasn't in that last one, I would completely disregard it because yeah. building PCs is like one of those things that sounds fun and I don't think actually is doing, is, is a fun experience because by the time you turn it on, you're like, thank God it works. Uh, not like, oh, it's all done. <laughs> um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with that too, the, the last one. I'm... Yeah, I'm going to go with, uh, yeah, I'm going with it because of gaming. Yeah. And last question. What cheers you up after a bad day? Laughing at fail compilation videos, hanging out with a close friend and listening to music, a walk through nature, curling up with a book, and or sleeping or eating a good meal. Man, when was this written? When like fail, what, <laughs> what was that website? Like fail, fail army fail. or something. Epic yeah, fail. fail army, yeah. L- laughing at failed compilation videos. What fucking year is this? Um, They're basically saying, "What cheers you up after a bad day? The uh, misfortune of others." The- yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm split between hanging out with a friend or sleeping or eating a good meal. I, I'm doing that one because you're picking the I, last one. Yeah, I have also realized that, like, I my th- so those outbursts we were talking. Yeah, yeah. I am like the, a living Snickers commercial. <laughs> Yo, <it's> like, <laughs> oh, Therese tells me this all the time. Sometimes when I'm being grumpy, she'll be like, yeah. she'll be like, you need a Snickers. She'll be like, have you? She'll be like, have you eaten today? Are you hungry? And I'll be like, why? <laughs> it is amazing how much better food makes me feel. Like it's it's a it's a, it's a problem. I, I agree. But I also feel like I overeat, especially during quarantine, because oh, I'm not. Um, and a part of the reason I, I use food to make myself feel better is because I couldn't like get out. And now that I have started to get out, I'm starting to lose weight and not overeat because I'm like seeing friends and stuff. So I'm actually going to pick hanging out with close friends there because like I was actually really stressed this last week. And then I went out and I hung out with Matt and I saw John and stuff. And then I was like, oh, I feel a hundred times better now. I, I, I will. I will say like we were I was like having uh, like this morning was just like there was like a lot going on. And then we went to go like meet up with, with a friend and like I immediately felt better. But to be fair, we also were eating. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so who knows? I'm going to do sleeping and eating a good meal. All right, here we go. Calculating result. It makes you take another survey to get your answer. Tom, what if we don't get our answers? No way. No How way. funny would that be to do all of this? Oh, my God. Start. No, I. What? <laughs> I'm just going through. I'm just clicking anything and going through. I what if we this. don't what get an answer? It would it? be the funniest. Oh, interesting. I got I got my answer. Wait, what? How am I still yeah. getting questions? I just got one. This is so funny. I'm still getting almost done. Answer these questions. I just hit continue. Did you hit the continue thing at the bottom? The green continue button? 
Yeah, when you 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 click on uh, I got like I got like uh, just a graph, and I hit a I did number. I did, and it keeps asking me questions. I mean, I got my answer. I'm just I, I went back so I can. This is amazing. What it, what did you get while I while I okay, filled white out? So I got cloud. Oh, yeah. Cloud strife. Cloud strife. It says you're a person of few words, but when you speak, you mean what you say, which couldn't be further from the truth. You may not appear to be the most caring or empathetic individual, but when loved ones face trouble, you're always there to lend a hand. I mean, I don't I don't know if anyone <laughs> would say that. I bet the first part of like I don't come off as empathetic. I think I come off as like disastrously empathetic at points <laughs> uh and then the first the last one is the past may be hard to face sometimes but if you keep your cherished ones close the darkness can't touch the darkness can't touch you there's definitely some truth to that yeah yeah i, I mean uh, you know what cloud cloud is a great choice i actually do feel i don't feel like this description that they gave me is necessarily fully accurate but i definitely i could i can say that cloud feels like a good a good one I just tapped on one and hit continue. I think I think they're looking for information from me because I put my real one in. And that, so I tap one of those numbers and I hit the green continue. Oh, I'm going to hit under 13. They might not be able to ask surveys. Oh, do it, do it, do it, do it. Maybe that's what I hit. I accidentally my That's it. Fingers. It's because I put hey, my age and they're hey, like, oh, you're the person we want to know yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. I must have, my, my fat fingers must have hit. Who the, the fuck thing. is Max Caulfield? Max Caulfield. Oh, uh, Life is Strange. Oh. Max, Max Life is Strange. What's the, what does it say underneath there? Your creative individual who will travel a great distance for those you love. It's true. I've fucking flown back for many weddings and <laughs> gatherings and friends. Uh, I live when, on the West Coast and yeah. my family is on the East Coast. Yes. <laughs> 3,000 miles each way. Uh, when faced with difficult decision situations, you may fumble and make mistakes, but in time you learn to accept them. That's why I picked that answer about choices. Uh, remember to capture the good times because life is strange and a serious journey. Well, that, if that wasn't horoscope, I don't know what is, but it was a good time, Tom. Uh... <laughs> Amazing. Incredible stuff. Tom. Let's do it. Tell the people. Oh, man. Great Brit Tom, each and every platform. Come join me on Twitch. We're almost at 500 followers, which is, uh, which is really dope. Um, I won't be streaming for the next couple of weeks while I'm away. But, uh, you know, we got Guardians of the Galaxy coming out. Halo Infinite is on the horizon. Pokemon. Tons of games to play and stream. See you twitch.tv forward slash Great Brit Tom. Christian underscore Humes. We are the Unranked Podcast. But until next time... Stay unranked, everybody. Suck it, surveys. <laughs>